Hello, my name is Renee Safier, and I'm here with my music partner, Andy Hill. Hi. We are the producers of Dylan Fest, held every May in Southern California, and we'd like to welcome you to the 17th installment of Talkin' Bob Dylan. Today's episode is entitled, May I See Your References, Part 1. So today we're going to talk about references to people in Bob Dylan songs. It seems that more than any other pop writer, Dylan, in addition to creating an endless cast of original fictional characters to populate his songs, references other writers, singers, historical figures, mythological figures, and icons of the stage and screen. But what does it all mean? Before we get into it, we'll say off the top that we're going to omit the biblical names for the most part, because those references are common to many songwriters in Western culture. Part of our point here is that the use of so many allusions is singular to Dylan's songwriting. Furthermore, we're also unconcerned today with references in songs that are explicitly about a particular person, like John Lennon in Roll on John, or Hurricane, Davy Moore, Emmett Till, George Jackson, Hattie Carroll, Catfish Hunter, Joey Gallo, Lenny Bruce, etc. Those songs will be the subject of their own podcast. Our purpose today is to ponder the lyrical effect of citing figures in passing lines and verses in songs that are not in themselves historical. On the surface, one of the things this strategy tells us is that Dylan is extremely well-read. While other songwriters in the village in New York, for example, were creating songs from newspaper headlines, which Dylan also did, the future Nobel Prize recipient spent an enormous amount of time in the New York Public Library, reading the classics, reading poetry and plays, and reading history. A benefit of this immersion in multiple layers of research is that his sources are more varied than his contemporaries, his point of view more informed and nuanced, his mastery of wordcraft more honed, and most of all, that his songs hold up so well over time. Part of this is due to his choice of metaphors in general, which themselves often predate the time in which he's writing, and so are not so easily lost to history when pop culture moves to its next phase. So when he cites a figure like Robin Hood in 1965 or Michelangelo in 1983, his lyric does not become anachronistic over time. Conversely, it's more often the case that the lyrics unfold over time, as the listener might eventually learn for himself some other way who, for example, Ma Rainey is or George Lincoln Rockwell. So here are some examples just to let wash over you. The more famous ones will bring to mind a melody or voice or a whole song. The less familiar ones we hope you'll find interesting. Situations have ended sad, relationships have all been bad. Mine have been like Verlaine's and Rambo. You're going to make me lonesome when you go. Napoleon and rags and the language that he used. That's from Like a Rolling Stone. Cinderella, Betty Davis, Cain and Abel, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, The Good Samaritan, Ophelia, Noah, Einstein, Robin Hood, The Phantom of the Opera, Casanova, Nero's Neptune, Ezra Pound, and T.S. Eliot, all from Desolation Row. Bell Star, Jack the Ripper, 
Galileo, Cecil B. DeMille, Ma Rainey, Beethoven. That's from Tombstone Blues. She was torn between Jupiter and Apollo. Changing of the guards. Sherlock Holmes, Betsy Ross, and George Lincoln Rockwell from Talkin' John Birch Paranoid Blues. And don't forget John Birch. (laughs) (laughs) Michelangelo indeed could have carved out your features. That's from Joker Man. Got to hurry on back to my hotel room where I've got me a date with Botticelli's niece from When I Paint My Masterpiece. Cassius Clay and Barry Goldwater from I Shall Be Free Number 10. Now, there's a couple of uh, opposites there. (laughs) Tony Perkins and Fidel Castro from Motor Psycho Nightmare. You were so fine, Clark Gable would have fell at your feet and laid his life on the line. Don't fall apart on me tonight. Gregory Peck is referenced three or four times in Brownsville Girl. You could ride like Annie Oakley. You could shoot like Belle Star. That's from Sing the Real You at Last. President Kennedy, Bridget Bardot, Elizabeth Taylor, and Richard Burton from I Shall Be Free Talking Blues. I'm listening to Neil Young. I got to turn up the sound. Someone's always yelling to turn it down. And this next one's longer. It's from the same song, Highlands, because we wanted to get the humor across. She says, you don't read woman authors, do you? At least that's what I think I hear her say. Well, I say, how would you know? And what would it matter anyway? Well, she says, you just don't seem like you do. I said, you're way wrong. She says, which ones have you read then? And I say, read Erica Jong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he takes a long time to get there. (laughs) She walks like Bo Diddley from a Buick Six. You've been through all of F. Scott Fitzgerald's books, Ballad of a Thin Man. Shakespeare, he's in the alley with his pointed shoes and his bells from Stuck Inside a Mobile with the Memphis Blues again. Othello told Desdemona, I'm cold, cover me with a blanket. By the way, what happened to that poison wine? She says, I gave it to you. You drank it from Poe Boy. <laughs> Temporary, like Achilles. Well, Phaedra with her looking glass, stretching out upon the grass, she gets all messed up and she faints. That's because she's so obvious and you ain't. That's from I Want to Be Your Lover. As I went out one morning to breathe the air around Tom Paine's from as I went out one morning. In the title here, I dreamed I saw St. Augustine. Genghis Khan and his brother Don could not keep on keeping on. I didn't know Genghis had a brother. <laughs> Especially Renee. named Don. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that, now that's anachronistic. <laughs> you, you get the name Genghis, or your brother gets Genghis, and you get Don. <laughs> You know, which one do you think is the favorite? Uh, That's from You Ain't Going Nowhere from the Basement Tapes. They got Charles Darwin trapped out there on Highway 5. That's from High Water. Come all without, come all within. You'll not see nothing like the mighty Quinn. That's from Quinn the Eskimo, 
the mighty Quinn. Now, that's kind of fun, isn't it? Yeah. I think in the aforementioned examples, the clearest and most plausible lyrical motive for the inclusion of these characters is that they bring, at most, a massive world of their own, or, at the least, a charming, funny, or quirky, real, or imaginary world of their own into any verse in which they're deployed. For example, in Desolation Row, we all have an image of what Einstein and Robin Hood looked like and what they are famous for in our real and literary history. So we can form a plausible image of the verse and enjoy how this plays in our imagination without Dylan having to write a complex description of each figure from scratch. Next week, we're going to look at a few pieces in which Dylan specifically names other historical musical figures like Neil Young and Alicia Keys and have some fun with what, where that takes us. But today we'll finish off with an in-studio performance of a song which includes one of Dylan's playful references. It's from 1967's The Basement Tapes. Rumor has it that Dylan derived the title character from actor Anthony Quinn's role as an Eskimo in the 1960 movie The Savage Innocence. We think it would be impossible to find any actual resemblance between either Anthony Quinn himself or his title character Inuk with the cartoonish character that Dylan came up with, but it's a great song to bust out at a party. Grateful Dead fans call it Quinn. Others know it as the Mighty Quinn or Quinn the Eskimo. Well, we're the producers of Dylan Fest, which is held every May in the Los Angeles area. In addition to our love of Bob Dylan, we have 15 CDs, including nine CDs of our original music, and we perform gigs regularly in the Los Angeles area and around the world. You can buy our music and find out where we're playing at our website, which is andyandrenee.com. And here is Quinn the Eskimo. Everybody's building big ships and boats. Some are building monuments, others jotting down notes. Everybody's in despair, every girl and boy. But when Quinn the Eskimo gets here, everybody's gonna jump for joy. Come on without, come on within. You've not seen nothing like the Nothing. 
and I'll tell you to call. Nobody can get no sweet. There's someone on everybody's toes. When when the Eskimo gets here, everybody's gonna wanna go. that one for fuzzy yeah maybe <laughs>